Hey friends, thanks for hanging out with me here on the Courage Cast. I feel so grateful that you have joined me from wherever you may find yourself in the world today. My name is Andrea Crisp and it's my passion to equip and empower you for your journey. You know, often it can feel as though we're trying to do life alone and I've been there. But I'm here to remind you that you're definitely not alone. So if you happen to be facing something difficult in your life right now, I want you to know that you will overcome. And I hope that this time together will encourage you to keep going, to move forward, despite any frustration that you may be feeling today or disappointment or even overwhelm. And if you see yourself within the conversations that we have here on the podcast, then take that encouragement you need for your own life. Now, you may know that this season we're doing something a little bit different, and I'm loving it so far, so I hope you are too. We've decided to take you up close and personal into the private coaching conversations that I have with clients in hopes that it will give you a window into the coaching process. And if you've ever felt pressed under the weight of overwhelm, wondering if you have the capacity to sift through hard emotions, then I really believe that my conversation with Emma is going to bring you so much hope and it is a great one. So get comfortable because you're really going to enjoy this episode of the Courage Cast. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week, we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. If you've ever tried to escape the feeling of overwhelm by numbing your emotions, only to have them continually resurface, then you're going to be able to relate to my guest today. Emma has recently ventured out into the life of entrepreneurship and is in the midst of balancing her ambition of having a successful business with enjoying the flexibility of having her own schedule. And if you've ever been in the position where you've left your nine to five job and leapt into freelance work, then you know how overwhelming that can be. And Emma is discovering that her newfound freedom has its drawbacks. She is trying hard to please her clients as well as stay present with her friends and enjoy her life. And unfortunately, this comes with a price. Trying to manage everything at once has her feeling physically and emotionally overwhelmed. Instead of facing the emotions head on, she is shutting down in hopes that she will escape the feelings. And we start this coaching conversation by addressing that feeling of overwhelm. So for you, there's been a, a lot of transition going from your nine to five to freelance. And so you say that's taking a toll on you mm. physically. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, those moments where you feel overwhelmed and discouraged. What are, what are the things that are going to your mind? Yeah. It's like whenever, um, it was interesting when, when I jumped into freelance, that whole feast or famine um, situation is so real. Like there was, you know, a couple months where it was crazy. I felt like I had all these inquiries coming. Um, and I was just trying to juggle everything. I was trying to um, put everyone's needs um, before even my own and manage those projects. But then there'd be like, you know, a, a month or two where I wasn't really getting any clients. And then it's hard. It's like, I feel like for me, 
I'm either overwhelmed from the amount of work that I have to do and then kind of discouraged that I don't get to prioritize my business and work on um, kind of working on my business side. Uh, and then, but I just got to get like, you know, the day-to-day -day stuff done. Uh, and it's interesting, like when my brain kind of goes into this, like, you have so many things to do. I really struggle to create an, like an action plan because I'm like, you're taking this time to create some sort of plan to help you, but you have to get this thing out, you know, today. So maybe work on that. And then later you'll figure out how to like manage everything. And then it's just like a vicious cycle. Um, and I just, yeah, I just find myself getting so overwhelmed. And then I, um, I just kind of like shut down a little bit and I'm like, you know what? I just want to watch a like binge Netflix and then just do nothing and kind of run away from everything. So it's not, you know, not the most ideal thing to, you know, help yourself be productive when you're overwhelmed. But I have recognized that that is an escape that I use when life becomes a little, a little bit overwhelming. So on the one hand, you have, you know, these opportunities where you are able to work, but it, it feels a little overwhelming because you don't have the processes mm -hmm. in place. But on the other hand, you, you find that the overwhelm is, is just too much. And so in order to cope, you're, you're yeah. shutting down. You're, you're just saying, okay, I'm going to close everything off and I'm going to just completely disconnect from what's actually mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. So I want to, I want to talk to you about what do you think is actually happening? Like what is, what's going on in your mind that makes you want to dodge the overwhelm and not dig into it and not figure it out? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. As you say that, I'm kind of like, what, what is going on in my head? I think when I get so overwhelmed, part of me is like, you should, you know, be happy that you have all this work right now coming. Um, but then at the same time, I'm like, if I don't get some systems in place, like, I don't know how I'm going to keep doing this because right now I'm just working all the time and that's not helping. And I like, one of my desires was from coming from a nine to five was I wanted to be able to have a flexible schedule with my freelance. I wanted to be able to actually take time to take care of myself and you know have a little bit of flexibility in terms of like when I want to go on you know vacation or when I want to travel and so the flexibility was a huge part of why I wanted to um, freelance but right now I feel like I need to work all the time if I want this to be a successful business if I want to eventually reach that goal where I don't need to work um, all the time and I can you know travel and I, I don't need to be sitting at a desk for you know eight hours a day straight so it's like I kind of recognize that I need to go through this season in order to um get to where I really want but I think when things just get so overwhelmed like my my body just sometimes would rather just numb that like worry because it just gets too much like it's just like for me and my personality, I know that when I'm really overstressed, like just thinking about it or even trying to, you know, be productive, like proactive and 
taking steps. Like I'm just in that stress ball zone that I'm like, I need to literally just like walk away from this and, um, and yeah, and just like focus on something completely different and kind of like take the worry away for just a moment, even though it's like essentially procrastinating <laughs> on my, on my work. So that's kind of what I've noticed um, that I do. What do you think that worry is? You said you're, you have worry. Mm. What are you avoiding there? I think there's a lot of financial worry of, um, cause I, I, I went through a season where I just saw the, you know, my bank numbers just like dropping and nothing coming in. And that really stressed me out. Cause I was like, if I don't have the finances to support myself, then I, I'm going to have to go right back where, um, where I was, which kind of right now I'm working, um, at an agency job. So it's like, I'm like kind of doing that kind of doing freelance. Like I went, I went back to a nine to five essentially for these past couple months on contract because, um, I was, the financial anxiety was just becoming too much for me. Um, because it just was like, I don't want to spend, um, time not doing anything and just seeing my bank account go down or just not feel like I'm doing anything. So, there's a like I'd say a lot of the worry is like financial um financial worry is one that definitely consumes my mind and then I think like in terms of um work is just like worry that I'm not actually going to be able to create a really awesome freelance career where I am able to set like you know minimum hours a week and actually get to like enjoy life so you know, that's, that's where I want to go to. That's where I'm hoping to um, reach. But I think the worry is, is that maybe I won't have enough momentum to get there. Why, why would you think that you, you wouldn't have the momentum? Because of how I kind of almost noticed this pattern of overwhelm and then like procrastination and just like shut down. I feel like I'm like, this is, I can't keep this up, right? Like, when is it just going to get to a point where um, I'm able to, like, manage the, the overwhelm? You know, sometimes it's important for us to really know what we value. Mm. And you've identified that um, purpose in helping others launch something that they are excited about makes you excited yeah and that's a great thing like to identify that but in the management of it you're having a hard time to not get so inundated with what's happening that you are not valuing maybe other things in your life or other important things so I want you to think of maybe a few things that you really value and that you need you know to happen within your business and 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 just your life in general yeah but yeah I think right now I'm just like trying to prioritize that health because I feel like that is going to be a huge piece of the puzzle that kind of helps me start to think clearer and start to um 
just, yeah, just manage my, um, try to come up with some better processes and kind of manage this because I'm like, I need to, I need to help get my, my health and um, my, um, you know, my physical and mental health in a, in a good spot to keep pushing through, but it's hard to do those things at the same time and, um, and find the balance to do it. So I'm making some, I'm definitely like prioritizing it and making it a priority, but it's definitely a process. Okay. So what's interesting to me is, is you can prioritize something and yet still not identify what it is that you really Mm. need to be doing. And so even though you are saying, okay, I need to prioritize my health. What about your health right now? is holding you back? I think it's like energy. Like I've just been, I think ever since January, which was kind of around when I first took the leap from energy, um, you know, January wasn't too bad. Um, but then it's just like, I just found this like decrease in energy and I was just like, I am finding myself so exhausted and like, an answer to solve that problem was like, if you take the time to like eat healthier and um, set some intentions and take time to, you know, take care of your body, like this is going to help bring you um, more energy, more energy to think clearer when it comes to your business, um, more energy to um, make some better, like, you know, choices, like just kind of avoiding that whole like um, brain fog because I just felt like I was always in a state of just kind of everything needs to be done now, but what comes first? And, and then after that, you know, just like managing time management was becoming a bit of a struggle. So I was like, if I can at least have the, like the energy and the mental clarity, um, I think that that's going to be um, really helpful for, for me. So you're hitting on something that I really want you to go with and it's the mental clarity Mm. and the fatigue and the lack of energy is likely on account of the fact that you are unclear about something. And so it's causing you to feel tired and feel unenergetic. What is it that you are thinking about or worried about? what's happening in your mind. Yeah. Like it's just, it's crazy. It feels like it's like all these voices of everybody that's like, Oh, I need you to do this. Oh, I need you to do this. Oh, I need you to do this. And then I'm just like, okay, wait, which one do I tackle first? And then, and then maybe I'll spend too much time on that. And then I'll like jump to the next project. And so it's, and it's tricky. Cause it, I, I think for some people that start their own business, they can kind of like really, um, create craft and create their own days but a few clients that I have like even working at this agency it's a bit of a variable like I never know what they're going to need me to do that day so um I find it kind of hard to actually create a, a, a personal structure that would work for me so I almost have to make room for these variables but yeah it's just I just feel like there's and it's not just with work it's like you know volunteer in some places or um, relationships and like friendships. It's just everyone's kind of, you know, wants to demand a little piece of your of your time. And so it's like, just trying to juggle all of that. And then it's almost like a mentality of like a, 
a pleasing, you know, people pleasing. It's like, of course I want to please, I want to do good work. Of course I want to see my friend. Of course I want to like help, um, you know, manage this volunteer position that I do. But I think when it's all those voices that are coming at me, um, I kind of freeze a little bit and I'm just like, uh, just pick something, just do something. <laughs> and then I'm like, there doesn't feel like there's a healthy strategy. And even today I was trying to like, break down some projects that I was working on and shift them in. And it was like really hard. Like, I just don't know. I was just like, I don't know how long this is going to take me. I don't know what's going to come up during the week. Like, I feel like I just am going to have to take each day at a time. And, um, and that can be stressful for sure. In our conversation, Emma and I are talking a lot about gaining the clarity that you need to accomplish those goals in your life, to really stay on track. And maybe you feel as though you've lost a bit of clarity in your own life. And I know that I have been in many seasons of my life where I get off track and I lose sight of what I really want. And I think it's really important to guard yourself against that, to really keep the vision of where you want to go in full focus. Because if you are derailed from your purpose, and if you feel as though you've really lost that clarity, then anything and everything will take center stage in your life. And that will keep you from really moving towards what you want. And if you lack clarity, you may find yourself really listening to too many voices. You can listen to too many podcasts even, or you may be taking the advice of every person that is around you and it could be your friends it could be your family members it could even be your partner or someone you really look up to and if you find yourself listening to those voices and not trusting your own instincts then you may want to ask yourself whose approval are you trying to win and if you are lacking the clarity you need to really move forward then you might find yourself always multitasking, trying to do too many things at once. And that's a sure sign that you are probably in a place where you need to reevaluate and gain the clarity you need to move forward. Before you know it, you may veer off course, chasing down some rabbit trail that seems super important in the moment. And I know I've been there many times. I find myself often doing something and then zoning out and all of a sudden I am doing something completely different and an hour later I realize you know I was supposed to be accomplishing something completely different so getting really clear on what you want is not only going to give you the power to make good decisions but it's also going to give you the confidence to say yes to the things that really matter in your life and also the power to say no to things that just do not fuel you. They are not energizing to you and things that are keeping you from accomplishing your goals. Now, I know personally in my own life that I've struggled with gaining clarity and there's been even moments where I am really indecisive and I've really struggled to get a handle on that and sometimes I still do. It's actually more common than you think. Even when you have really big dreams for your life, you may lack the clarity on how to carry out those dreams. So getting really clear on what you value and defining your goals will help you stay on track. 
I think one of the biggest struggles we face as women is when we lose our joy because we become complacent and we allow fear and anxiety and doubt to crowd out what is truly possible for our lives. And that is a hard place to be. And I know because I have also been there, but there is a possibility for you to have the freedom you need to move forward. And that is exactly why I am taking a small group of women away on a two day retreat at the end of September this year to beautiful Prince Edward County. And we're gonna spend those days really uncovering what is holding you back, the limiting beliefs you believe about yourself so that you can truly have the freedom you need to move forward and to dream again and to create and to just become that woman you truly know you're meant to be. Now, um, we are going to be in the most beautiful location accompanied by a personal chef and you're going to be surrounded by a group of like-minded women who are on the journey with you. And this is going to be an amazing time for you to unwind, relax, and really get to the heart of where you want to be moving forward. So if this sounds like something you want to do, then I would encourage you to head over to my website to find out all of the information. But if you're the type of person who really wants to do this with a friend, I want to encourage you, grab a girlfriend and sign up together and make this something that you do together and have accountability. And you're going to find out all the information of where we're going to be, of how much it costs and exactly what it entails over at andreacrisp.ca. And I hope that you will join me because spaces are limited and I am just so excited to see what is possible for your life. In the next part of the conversation, Emma talks specifically about her yes being yes. And I love that she knows that she wants to be able to stand firm on her values. Unfortunately, she is still grappling with her need to have the approval of others. She is so afraid of letting other people down that she is not saying yes to what really energizes her. And I want to ask you a question. Have you ever thought to yourself that you're saying yes to things that seem great at the time, but in the end, they leave you feeling empty and depleted? It's important to know when to say yes. There are seasons in life when it may be good to say yes to new opportunities because they allow you to grow and push boundaries. But other times, it's more important to know how to say no and to really mean it. That's the time when you truly discover what you value in life and how you desire to be treated by those around you. So Emma, what are you afraid of? I'm definitely like, I'm afraid of um, letting people down, you know, especially with work, right? It's like, you don't, you don't want to like hand in a bad deliverable or have a client be unhappy with your work. Like you want to do the best because I, I really do love the projects that I'm working on. Um, and then, but it's tricky because it's like, I definitely am like a yes person. Like I'll say yes to all of these things. And then all of a sudden I'm like screwing myself over. And then I need to start like bailing on people because I just, I just get into a, a mood where I don't really care anymore. If I, if I, uh, um, if I'm not going to like please you, it's weird. It's like, it's like this immediate like shift. It's like, yes, I want to like 
you know, do great things and I have good intentions, but then if I'm mentally just feeling, you know, physically and mentally drained, then I'm like, I'll be happy to say, sorry, I can't like see you or sorry, I can't do this. Um, which is not ideal at all. Like I want to, I want to be able to say yes and, you know, my yeses are my yeses and be a bit more frequent with those, those no's and not feel bad about it. You know, it's like, I always feel bad if I say no to this project or no to this person. So your need to have that approval or to please someone, where is that coming from? Where does it stem from? Yeah. Like I, you know, I think people have standards for themselves. And for me, I always, um, always want to be that person that people can rely on and people can, can count on. Um, because I know that that's the type of friendship that I really value and appreciate. And so I think for me, it's like, I want to be, um, there for you. And it, and it does, and it does, you know, burden me or hurt me if I, if I have to tell someone, no, I can't do that. Like, you know, it's like, I'm, I don't like to disappoint people, even though I haven't even really done anything. I just said no to something, but it's weird. It's like sometimes relationships like that can kind of be weird. And um, I think I just have those like standards that like, you're the, you know, easygoing, you know, happy to help out and um, always there for people to like, you know, reach out to, like, I want to be that person. But um, I know that sometimes it's just like, you can't be that for everybody because then you stop being that for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. What happens when you do disappoint someone? I feel like I have a little like switch in my, like, like at the time, maybe I'll feel a little bit bad, but I think it's like, well, you really need to just not do that. So I know I'm, I know I'm saying no, because if I say yes, I'm just pushing myself to, to a point where I can't. So I'm like, I'm willing to risk their, their, like, um, their disappointment because I, I can't push myself any further. And then maybe after that, you know, I would probably respond to, you know, like try to kind of like bring it back. Like, Hey, sorry, I can't do this, but like, Hey, let's schedule another time. Or Hey, like anytime you want me to work on a different project. Like I always try to leave the door open for that next time. But what's happening internally? So you're, you're telling me all of the things that you mm. are doing. And can you, can you give me more of what is happening? If you disappoint yeah. someone, what is happening emotionally? Um, I think I do think that I kind of failed in a sense it's like well you kind of you failed them on that thing and it's definitely not like I'm not feeling you know happy about it right it's kind of like how did I get myself in this situation like you know I, I'm like how can I you know I need to avoid this feeling of disappointment or disappointing people or this um, cause right now it's like, you know, normally I reach that point of like bailing on someone when I'm really emotionally not in the right, the right place. And I think it's, 
yeah I think I just feel um like I just failed someone you know what happens inside part of me tries to not care so much about it um like I almost kind of try to like talk myself like you had to do it like don't even worry like the fact that you're feeling this way like you just gotta like shut it off right because I think it's trying to not convince but like assure myself that this was the decision that you needed to make at this time and you shouldn't feel you shouldn't blame yourself or feel bad about it too much because you know you have a valid reason and to try to almost push out those those negative feelings so that I can kind of try to reach like a bit more of like just like a, a piece about the choice that I made so almost like do a little bit of like convincing so sometimes when we are trying to convince ourselves of something we are actually avoiding mm. the process of of unraveling what is actually going on inside so much like when you are um, shutting mm. down it's like okay i'm going to you know the computer's not working. The circle is continuing to go, 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 go. I'm just going to shut the computer off. And maybe when I boot it back up, it'll restart better. But what, it, what actually happens is you avoid what the actual yeah. problem is. And there's something that's happening within you that you are avoiding. You're avoiding the the emotion that is attached to disappointing mm. others. And instead of going there and figuring out what that is, you're convincing yourself of why it's okay. Now I'm not is suggesting that, you know, you don't have to, you know, you always have to make an, uh, a reason for everything mm. you do. That, that's not what I'm suggesting at all. But what I am saying is, is we need to, to discover what is actually going on inside of you that is keeping you from really attaching. And, and if someone is disappointed in you or you're disappointed mm -hmm. in you, what happens? Yeah, it's almost like I avoid that whole process. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like I know that when I start to like, you know, maybe there's conflict or something like that. The last thing I want to do is stew in that feeling of conflict. I want to immediately distract myself um, because then mm -hmm. maybe I can at least, you know, emotionally have a break from all of that that stress or that like discouraging or all those, like whatever that feeling is, it's like, I almost like need a timeout to just walk away from it. Right. And, and then maybe I come back. I don't, I, or maybe I get just distracted by the next thing. But, um, yeah, I think. What are you avoiding Emma?
I don't even know if like responsibility is the right word. Like, I guess I'm just avoiding, I'm avoiding like feeling a lot of negative thoughts mm. towards myself almost. You know, it's like, I don't want to spend time thinking and like going in this like downward spiral of how like, you know, failed someone on that thing or it didn't, you know, meet someone, someone's expectations. And then I'm just like, I don't even, I like, I'm like, I don't want to go into this like downward spiral. I need to just like, I need to get out of it. I need to go and like do something and distract my brain from it because because I know that when you get, you know, when you kind of, you know, hold on to a disappointment, then you find yourself in this, like, just this almost this downward, like, self-talk spiral. Um, and not that I really think I actually knew that that's what I was doing, but, um, and I know that I, and it's not just all negative spiral, like, probably some of it's kind of, like, thoughts that would probably want me to come up with some like solutions like okay this is what happened like how can we kind of what can we do to prevent that from happening next time but I think in the t in that moment you know whenever you're maybe have failed someone or um like it's it's going to be hard to kind of coach yourself throughout like you know through that that negative um space so it just becomes a lot easier yeah. just to avoid it and forget it's, you know, it's even mm -hmm. happening. Shut it down, which if we go back into the, the process of your business and, you know, starting any time that there is an overwhelm, a significant overwhelm, and you don't have an answer or you can't please or perform to the level that you would want to be doing, instead of taking a step back and assessing what's happening, which could be perceived as a little bit of a conflict and not necessarily a bad conflict, but there's something mm -hmm. happening. You, you avoid it and, and just shut it down. So that would cause there to be, you know, a, a cycle of overwhelm and, and then, you, you know, you're going back full strength, going, 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 then you're overwhelmed, yeah. shut down. Then when you feel okay about it again, or you think it's past, then you re-engage. Yeah. The cycle. You know, yeah. And you know, what's interesting as you were talking, I was kind of thinking back to, I think a lot of what I almost avoid is, yeah, like definitely, um, I, I've said some, you know, I, I think I've thought some really, really like, I'm like very hard on myself. Um, and I almost think there's like two things, like there's the critical me that it's like, Emma, you are better than this. Why are you doing this? Like, you need to get up like you need to do these things you need to like start your day at this way you need to like 
be able to complete all of these tasks in a day. Like, how are you not doing all of this stuff? And then there's another part of me that's just like, eh, I just like want to run away. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's those like, it's that internal conversation that like, and then there's another part of me that's just like, let's just not, let's just not think about all this stuff right now because, um, yeah, because I'm just like, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot. Um, but I think I was realizing that part of me was just talking. I was like, part of me is like, yeah, I think whoever, you know, whoever is that actual person that maybe is a part of the scenario of like, oh, I wasn't able to do that for them. Yeah. I think, um, the person might have some, like, you know, I might feel bad that I haven't, you know, I let them down, but I think for the most part, it's me being really hard on myself that I'm avoiding, but that also is always just there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Why, why do you think you're avoiding myself? <laughs> yeah. Yourself. That's... Um, because I think it's like, I have this like coat. It's like, it's weird. It's like, I have this like coach in my head who expects all of these really great things for me to do. And then when I don't do them all, I get so down on myself. Like that day was a failure. Like, and then all of a sudden, like that breeds like anxiety. And all of a sudden I'm just so anxious and I'm just like, you're wasting so much time. Just do something right now. Like stop sitting here being anxious. And like I had just even recently, I think I had like a day like that on Monday and it was just like this weird battle in my mind of just, you need to be doing all of these things, but you're not doing anything right now because you're just living in that anxious moment. And then I was just like, I and then I was just fed up with myself because I was like, just go outside and like go get a coffee. And I just had to pick something. It's like I struggle sometimes to just make a decision because there's all these other decisions I could be making. So what's the best decision to make? So the internal voices that you are mm -hmm. hearing are, are varied and it's hard to pick yeah. side. You know, what, what do I really feel? Well, I don't know. So I'm not going to mm -hmm. feel anything, but I want to talk a little bit about where's the grace in that? Where is the grace that you have for yourself to maybe take a step back and to be able to even hear yeah. the voice yeah. one or two. And, and I think sometimes it's okay to take that step back and go, okay, what is the mm -hmm. voice saying? And if they're varied and there's several of them, you're hearing, you know, you're not doing enough or you shouldn't have done this or, and, and take a listen to what it's saying. Now you don't want to necessarily mm -hmm. stay there, but if you can take a step back and I know that's probably the difficult part is you don't want to sit in it. You don't want to have to be in that place where you are listening to the voice. You want to shut the voice down. But when you start to listen to the voice, you can, you can then with a more clear mind go, okay, is that true? Mm -hmm. Is, is that reality for me? Or is that negative self-talk that 
I can now replace that negative self-talk with some truth or what is right yeah. for me. Learning to trust yourself, to listen to that still small voice can be the difference between success and failure in your life. Now, for me personally, I've had to learn to rely on that intuition to lead and guide me. And there have been seasons in my life when I acted rashly or I really didn't listen, which resulted in personal and professional crisis. And it was only when I learned to stop and listen to what God was telling me that I was able to walk in that grace. And so I want to ask you, what does that faith look like in your life? What is that still small voice? sound like to you. Emma finds herself in what I refer to as the messy middle, a place where she really doesn't want to be. Now having to deal with raw emotion is not always easy for everyone. Some people can manage to push through it without any problem at all, but for Emma, she seems to want to retreat and move away from the process. So she numbs those feelings and just tries to forget that they even exist. She started to develop coping mechanisms to help her. So as we wrap up the conversation, we talk a lot about what it's gonna take for Emma to start to listen to that still small voice and for her to push through and really extend grace to herself. And it's interesting because I think my voice of grace, it's like, even as you're saying that, I was like, oh, it totally, it will come up. Like after I have had enough of this back and forth, back and forth, there's a, there is a, you know, a part of me that will be like, you know, Emma, it is totally okay to like, just be, you know, dealing with this right now. Like, let's just go let's just go grab a coffee and then we're going to sit down. Like, it's like, I have this voice that'll kind of help me walk through or it'll be like you're super stressed like let's just relax like it's almost um it'll almost sometimes lead me to watch a show and avoid (laughs) or sometimes it's gentle and it will like you know help me just make a decision and try to like de-stress but the thing I think about that voice is that I'm almost to it's like not that I almost have too much grace for myself but I think that's the thing it's like sometimes I'm like if you always just let yourself do the thing that you want to do you know just like even struggling like I have such a sweet tooth it's like that voice will always be like let's just get it you deserve it you've been working hard um so maybe that's not the voice of I don't know what that voice is (laughs) it's a I think it helps me during stressful times, but I think sometimes um, I should probably push through the hard stuff, deal with the conflict, or push through the project and not just kind of like let myself kind of like, oh, it's okay that you didn't do this. Oh, it's fine. Like, I know that might be, that might sound a little bit confusing. Um, no, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Cause I think what you're, what you're trying to tell me here is that you, you do need to face some of these things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
And, and part of grace is, is also understanding that um, is just really taking stock in what is actually happening. And, and then when you, when you can ascertain, you know, this is, this is truth about my situation and the fact that maybe I do need to get this project completed, Mm -hmm. then, you know, I need to push through. Yeah. And, and you're, but you're not being so hard on yourself or um, giving into these false, these false um, conversations or thoughts that are like, okay, just, you know, just turn the Netflix on, avoid it all. Oh, don't worry. You know, grab something sweet to eat. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are the things where that is like, okay, I'm going to cope by shutting it all down. So I'm going to stop the thought altogether by doing something completely different. Yeah. And instead of kind of allowing yourself to be in that moment and feel that, which um, you, you probably are, are avoiding feeling mm-hmm. it. Because if you feel the pressure, if you have a deadline and the pressure is mounting and it is very, very strong, then you want to know, okay, well, how then do I continue to push through when I have that mounting pressure? Yeah. And, and that it's okay to be able to say, you know, on a, in a certain day, it's like, okay, by this time, I'm going to shut it down tonight and I'm going to finish whatever needs to be done the next day. Mm -hmm. And, and knowing yourself a little bit better. And I think, I think what I really want you to, to realize, Emma, is that part of this process Um, not only of owning your business and running a successful business and um, but just part of life is knowing who you are and knowing when you know who you are and you're, you're really sure and confident of the parts of you and in confidence is a weird thing because often what we do is we look at confidence and we think it's the best part of Mm -hmm. me and it's the part that like shows off and everybody's like, wow, that's so great. But sometimes the confidence part of us is actually understanding the things about our lives that are our weak areas and still being able to thrive mm. despite them. Yeah, it's, um, I definitely feel like when it comes to confidence, I, I am not in a space where um, I'd feel like I have a healthy sense of, of confidence. I think um, there is a lot of doubt that is right now kind of creeping in, but I know I'm growing into that space. And I know this is kind of my, my journey to kind of, um, kind of grow in my, my purpose and my identity and kind of confidence along with that. So um, it's like I kind of feel I feel I feel myself going in the right direction. It's just this is like the process part, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I'm. That's exactly what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's it's in the process. Mm-hmm. It's in those moments. It's not in the start and the finish of everything all all the time. Yeah. It's in the messy middle part of it that is going to be the temptation for you to shut down. 
Yeah. So like when I reach those points of just like feeling super overwhelmed on the verge of shutting down, like do you have any kind of like advice for me to just like, like even just like self-talk or something like that, that would kind of help me Mm -hmm. know what I should kind of say or think or do in that moment? Yeah, absolutely. And well, I think the first thing is, is allow yourself to say or think or do whatever, mm. <laughs> whatever comes to mind. Yeah. That's number one and not filter it. So, but I'm and, like, what comes to mind is shut down. So <laughs> no, and that's okay. So when you, when, when you're allowing yourself to be in the moment and be present in that, then say, okay, I want to shut down because. Mm. Okay. And I'm overwhelmed because. Yeah, yeah. And, and so even in those places where you're actually, um, you're, you're starting to see what is it that is truth and what is it that is a, um, a mis, misconception about the situation about yourself yeah. or a lie or something that you have maybe even believed in the past about a situation or, you know, some of them have been things that maybe you've even thought for years and years and years. And when you are sitting in that space, even if it is a negative thought that comes to mind and you write that down, Mm. I'm overwhelmed because I'm tired because I lack energy because let yourself go there. You don't have to stay there a long time, but allow yourself to write those thoughts down so that you can then revisit them and go, okay, what is the truth? Yeah. What is actually the truth for my life, for my business? And it, it kind of, you know, brings us back right around to the, the beginning of the conversation when you're talking about vision and you're talking about having um, purpose and, and being really excited about what you're, you're doing. When you are able to know what the truth is about what you're doing and why you're doing it, then it's always going to be easier to do it. Yeah. When you feel um, anxious or worried or any having any of those thoughts, a lot of that is because it is attached to a negative um, belief about yourself, a negative belief about your situation. And the only way to address that is to actually sit with it for a second and go, okay, why am I thinking this? Yeah. Where does it come from? And what's the truth? And then really go from there. So I would, I would encourage you to journal. Yeah, no, I definitely am going to do that because I think, yeah, I'm like, even thinking, I'm like, my hair, my head's always in so many spaces. I'm very interested to know that like when I catch myself in that moment to just like sit down and like just write and, and then, and then go back at it when I'm in a healthier headspace and just kind of really be able to like speak truth into that and remind myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that right there will will begin will help you to really begin the process of of knowing what it is that you want and and it will give you it's funny that sometimes we think freedom and the flexibility that we're looking for within our our you know newfound entrepreneurship and and all of that sometimes it actually feels like we're more bound than we are free. Yeah. Yeah. And this will give you that freedom because your mind will then be able to be free 
to make the decisions you want to make mm-hmm. and say yes to the things that really excite you. And, and you'll know when things don't, that it's okay. You can turn them down. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's just like uncovering that like clarity, right? It's just, it's like, there's all that noise and then trying to really hone in on, um, what I clearly want to do and not just what everyone else is around me kind of telling me are the thoughts that are kind of running in my head, but really being able to have a bit of a, a filter. Yeah. So what are you going to take away from this? Yeah. I have me thinking lots. I think, um, I think even, I think what I'm taking away is uh, I'm excited to recognize when I find myself in those moments of just extreme overwhelm and like going into shutdown mode and to see what comes up, to see what I write down, to see what thoughts are kind of floating around in my head. And then um, actually taking time to kind of look back on that and remind myself of why I'm doing this. I think that's, I think even for me, I don't, I don't remind myself of the, of the vision that I have um, enough for this business and for my life. And I think, I think I've like had like one, you know, real vision day in the past like six months. And that's like not enough. Like I need to be thinking about this every day and I need to be having those intentions every day and remind myself about that or else I'm just going to get lost in the demands that everyone else has um, for me and find myself in that. So I'm really curious to, to kind of go through that process and actually feel the feelings and, and not go to like Netflix and Netflix in the moment or like, I don't know, some chocolate and just kind of like not go to the numbing, but actually experience like what, what does that look like when you like, what are you so afraid of feeling? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Part of me is, Absolutely. yeah, part of me is just like, I don't know. I, I was like, maybe I'm just afraid that I'm just going to get too overwhelmed and upset. But, but that's not really the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, even if you did, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. And going there and figuring that out. Too. Yeah. And just like feeling, I think that's for me, just like feeling, feeling sometimes it feels like that takes a lot of energy and I'm like, if I don't feel feelings then I'm not going to be using up all that energy for, I don't know, being upset. But I think it takes up too much energy to avoid those feelings. Really. You know what? You hit the nail on the head right there with that. It's, you can avoid them, but sometimes it takes us just as much energy (laughs) to do that. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. As it does to, to, you know, sit with them and go, okay, what's actually happening? Yeah. So good. Emma, thank you so much. No, thank you, Andrea, for just helping me dig deep. I want to thank Emma for being honest and transparent, for sharing her journey with us. Perhaps you could relate to her story Maybe you have felt in your life overwhelmed and you've been using coping mechanisms that are numbing your emotions, or you have been seeking the approval of others 
with hopes that they have the answer when really you should be looking to yourself for the answer. Or maybe you have just been living under those limiting beliefs. Whatever it is, friend, I want to encourage you to do the hard work. Ask yourself those tough questions and do what I encouraged Emma to do. Grab a journal and put your thoughts out and see what the real truth is about your life. And if you want to schedule a session with me and you want to uncover what's holding you back, then head over to andreacrisp.ca and let's schedule a 30 minute strategy session. And I also just want to thank you for being here, for tuning into the Courage Cast. And I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. You can find me at, at Miss Crispy as well as at the dot Courage Cast. So get over there and follow me so that we can connect. And before I go, I obviously want to remind you, if you're interested in the retreat this fall, then please do register spaces will be limited and you can find out all of the information over on my website at andreacrisp.ca or at thecouragecast.com. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.